listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikit Woolen Clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Hello. Hi. Before we get into today, yes. I have to talk about something. The you, list most episodes, our, can I say, <laughs> you do. You come out the gate with something. Our wonderful listeners, you really got me this week because I spoke about, if you missed it, in last week's episode that I fell into the trap of buying a Stanley Cup, <laughs> which I don't know. I thought it was going to make me drink more water and... As I mentioned, not really, it's the same as a normal drink bottle. As I mentioned last week, it's too big, it feels obnoxious, and I just can't deal with it. It's literally, I've got it here with me, it's bigger than my head. Yeah. It doesn't suit me. I just, no, I think it does. I reckon I reckon it's a good, it's so good to have in the car <laughs> and at home. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so people were sending me videos. Now I'm a Stanley Cup girl. All the listeners are sending me videos. First of all, one video about all multiple videos, like the multiple, multiple videos <laughs> about the drink bottle. Like you just knock everything over, like because it's yeah. the size of a bin, basically. Yeah. So thank you, everyone who sent me that. And then there was a lady in America oh. who stole 3,800 worth of Stanley Cups from the shop, put them in her boot. Yeah. Got caught, obviously, and people were sending it to me like, and I love you guys. Like, it made me laugh, but I was like, oh, I would never do that. <laughs> Saying, oh, I thought of you when I saw this, and I thought, oh, was it Laura? Obviously, <laughs> it wasn't. I'm not in America. I don't drive a red sedan. But <laughs> anyway, that's just, I just had to say that. Had to let you know just in case anyone else was thinking if so I was a I'm robber sure. from yep. last week. No. I'm sure. Because <laughs> you're in America. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving well. right along. Well. We have an exciting kick update, you guys. You guys, we've got a new challenge in the app. So brace your core and get ready to feel the burn, truly. This challenge is with one of our most popular trainers, our Pilates trainer, Kika, and it is three masterclasses per week. They are five to ten minutes long, and this challenge goes for two weeks. So this is a great challenge to jump on no matter what you do fitness-wise. If you're a runner, if you love strength workouts, even if you love Pilates, it's also really good to add on to the end of your other classes because they're all five to ten minutes long, so really great for short, spicy challenge workouts. But your core is really fundamental for balance and your posture and overall performance in life and in movement. So we highly recommend you jump on board this stacks and kick challenge. Whoa. <laughs> I had to Whoa. I had to say that because it's very, very exciting. This has come off the back of a very exciting collaboration that we have with Stacks. So we've got our collection, we've got an event, and now we've got a challenge in app. And we are so excited for our community, plus there's to truly feel the burn. And anyone else that if you're not in the community right now. Well, if you're listening, well, they, you if are they're gonna in follow the community. It, they're, they're, they'll be in but the community. If you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you, you, if you do want to try, 
you're in. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but I think the thing too is it's obviously we're in Feb now. The reason we wanted yeah. to do a two-week challenge is it's 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 all about setting habits and it's totally. resetting if you've had, you know, depending on whatever your Jan was like, if you had, you set goals, if you set intentions, mm. whatever it may be, if you want something to help you reset or mm. start restart that habit yeah. of moving your body yeah. that is not they're five to ten minutes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, five to ten minutes. Yeah. Not super long because no. I, if it was a twenty-minute core challenge three times a week, I That's wouldn't do it. I would, to be honest, I can't. I That's just don't have motivation to train my core for twenty <laughs> minutes long. Right? <laughs> it's too hard. Yeah. But five to ten minutes, yeah. three times a week for two weeks. I'm so excited to do it because I, especially for running, yeah. building a strong core is so important. Yeah. And I often think like, oh, I there's one actually. There's a masterclass in the app called Beginner Abs with Keycuts mm. Five Minutes. I do that quite a bit, and that's really good. Really good. Yeah. Really, really, really yeah. good. But I do it probably once every two weeks, yeah. and I need to build my core stronger to support. Well, first of all, my coming back from injury with my back injury, mm. but then generally it's just so important. So really? I am very excited to have the motivation to do it. Amazing. With and everyone. I know I said before that it's a really great thing to obviously pair with whatever other movement, but also if it's the only thing you do, as Laws just touched on, it's also a really great way, you know, to to step back into movement if that's something that you've kind of, if you have that intention, you want to move more, start with this three times a week, five to 10 minutes long, you can get it done. We can do this. Um, it starts officially, kicks off from Monday, the 19th of Feb, but you can enroll in the app now. And <laughs> we're not done. Yet. We can't wait to kick it with you in your sacks and kit collection. The collection goes live on Friday. Mm-hmm. We are so excited. I I just it's exceeded every expectation yeah. that we had with it. It is just it is so special. So just if you do want to get the collection, make sure that you are signing up to the VIP yeah, list, the early access, which we are sharing a link for. So if you follow us on socials, you yeah. can get early access and then it will go live officially on the 9th of mm-hmm. Feb, but just make sure you know what you want to get and you get onto it because yeah. I would hate for anyone to miss out. It is, yeah, it's just, it's exceeded every expectation. I'm so proud of it and we just can't wait to share it with can't you. Wait. So lawsy. Yes. The other day you came to pick me up and take me to work and then I just started crying in the car <laughs> and I was like, don't come into work, get out of my car and go to the doctor, please. And then you were like, no, it's not, not funny because you're in a lot of pain, but yeah. you were like, I was no, really trying to, no yeah. I'll go to work. And I was like, what is this? Like, d- why? Like, is this like, a, d- d- why do you feel like, don't come to work like this, Steph, get out of my car right now and call the doctor. And you were like... Okay. Okay. And I was like, okay, here's the doctor. Here's the number. Now get out of my car and go look after yourself. Well, so we had, we've, that sounded dramatic. I was much softer in, in the car. Yes, you were. Thank you. But, it, but also direct in a way that was like, go do this. Don't be ridiculous. So I, and I needed it because basically what had happened was I woke up and I had a really early interview. It was a 6am call. 6am TV interview. Yeah. That is, that is taking one for the team. <laughs> so I got up, but I mean, luckily I get up at that time anyway, as in before six, but I got up, put my makeup on. And as soon as I stood out of bed, I started getting this cramping sensation and it was really similar to the kind of pain you feel if, if you know this pain, um, like a really strong kind of ovulation cramp or um, even just like a really sharp period cramp. And I couldn't quite work out where it was located, um, but it felt like it was my lower 
right side. So I was like, oh, maybe it's like my right ovary. Maybe I'm ovulating. I don't know. Sometimes I feel that. Um, but then it just like stuck around and like generally they kind of come and go or they'll come and then I'll some Panadol and it'll just ease off and it's fine. But it really just stuck through. And even when I had Panadol, whilst it took a little bit of the edge off, it was just this constant sharp cramping pain and sensation. And then I started to think this is normally not this long, but then I Googled it and apparently ovulation pains can last like a day, not just like sharp little ones like they've been for me in the past. So I kept thinking maybe it's still that. But then I was like, actually, Josh and I had sex for the first time in like two weeks, the other, like that, the night before. Mm. And I felt like I was a little bit, it was a little bit painful. I've got an IUD. I've got the marina. And that's the thing that shoves up. It looks like a little your, hook thingy. A hook in your vagina. Yeah, or basically. It's, not in, your it's a contraception. Your cervix. 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 Yeah, cervix. yeah. So the top of your cervix. Um, anyway, I've had that since pretty early after having <laughs> didn't want to get pregnant again. Um, and I've had it for that long. It's been an experience in itself. Like my periods are definitely more painful since having it. They're definitely inconsistent. Sometimes I have like I'm bleeding for one day and then I'm spotting for seven or like I'm bleeding for four days and then I don't and then I'll get it every three weeks and then I'll get it every five or six weeks. Like it's very inconsistent. Randomly sometimes it's every four weeks and it feels like I'm getting into some rhythm and then something like this month just happens where this month I literally had period blood for a day. And then I had cramps. I got everything else like moodiness, tiredness that I usually get. My skin broke out, um, but I just wasn't bleeding. And then these cramps settled in and I was like, this is so weird because it's just different. But again, my period's being inconsistent and strange for the last two years. So anyway, story goes, I was in too much pain, got out of the car from Laura and instead of, it's quite funny, not funny, I've lived in the area for over I think four years now and I still haven't like settled on a family GP, like where I want to go regularly. But I, I, I do, for me, I feel really comfortable with like people that I know. So I actually went to um, Amanda Ward, who was my obstetrician through my pregnancy and um, delivered Harvey for me. And she's been my go-to. She also inserted the marina for me. So she's like aware obviously that I have it. Um, and so I just honestly got in contact with her because also at the time that this was, it was before eight o'clock. So a lot of doctors and 8.30 weren't open. So I couldn't even call to get an appointment Mm. anyway. So I was like, I'll just text her, see what she's up to. She was literally like about to um, deliver another baby for someone. So she was like, BRB. And I'm like, totally fair. (laughs) Please go do that. Much more important. Um, But she was so sweet and really helped me. And um, the first thing she said I needed to do was to go and get an ultrasound because she was like, if the IEDs moved, we'll be able to pick that up in the ultrasound we can also look for any cysts or anything else that might be going on um etc so I was like cool booked in the same ultrasound place that I got all my scans when I was pregnant which was so weird to be honest like walking in there and like getting a scan and I remember sitting in that room like waiting to hear a heartbeat and stuff like that it was a lot of flashbacks um but anyway did the scan fortunately but also kind of unfortunately and I'll explain why but fortunately there was nothing wrong IUDs in the right place Everything looked Mm -hmm. all good and dandy. You couldn't see any like cysts that might have been doing anything or whatever. But the doctor had nothing to say, but he was like, I'll pass on everything to Amanda um, so she can have a look at it and you guys can discuss what you can do. But then the other thing was he was like, your left ovaries is the one that's like about to go any day now. So... As in go in as and in like, ovulate. Ovulate. So like because they were like glowing. So he was like a don't – like I, I, I totally hear you that you're hearing it down on your right, but it, it's not ovulation pain mm. because 
you're right, ovaries shouldn't be ovulating right now. So anyway, I was like, okay, cool. Walked away with kind of no answers. Um, and the best part was when Amanda did reach out later and we did chat about it, I think what I liked the most is while she acknowledged that the scan didn't pick up anything and that some of the concerns that she had has obviously been cleared, which is a good thing. Obviously, every doctor would love that. Um, she said, your ultrasound was normal. This is a good thing, but it doesn't mean that the pain isn't real or that we don't need to discuss further what we can do about it. And I, that simple sentence for me was like so lovely and reassuring because not only did it put me at ease that nothing like major was going on, but also it just completely validated my pain. And I think to be honest, Laws, when I got in the car and like was like, no, I'm just going to go to work. I think that is because when it comes to things like period pains and everything, we have been like literally made to feel like we're honestly making shit up Mm. that it's like, you must be exaggerating it or just like, come on, harden up, get through it. Right. Cause we have to live with it. But I just think that like, And I think that's something that subconsciously I was like, just move on. It's like a period cramp or something, like just get through it. Um, But I just needed to acknowledge, okay, this is worse than normal. Mm. Maybe something else is wrong. So I'm so glad I did stop and get checked and and everything. And um, yeah, we'll continue to talk to Amanda about different options that I might have. But um, the other thing it might be is that it, it might just be that this is what an IED is like for me. And then I have to consider other options or consider if it's something that I'm happy to kind of continue potentially feeling but I'm fine now (laughs) I'm all good but it's Mm. just it's just I think I think it was it was really lovely and reassuring because I know that I've had experiences myself and I've heard from friends who have you know gone to doctors whether they've had a heavy period or whether they suffer from endo and they have not been validated by how much pain they're in because the doctor kind of just makes them feel like they're potentially exaggerating what they're feeling and I was just so appreciative that she didn't do that to me. We live in a world mm. that's designed by men. Yeah. Men don't have periods. Yeah. So therefore period pain and like female pain generally yeah. they just can't is we don't fathom. get the validation yeah. from it because it's like, well, they haven't experienced it. Yeah. And it's why too there's not a lot of funding and it's changing now, which is fantastic, moving in the right direction. But that is I I am one I like one million percent sure, like not even one percent. Like not even like 99.99% yeah. sure. I'm 1 million percent sure that if men experience periods. Oh my God. Can you there imagine? There would be a full, <laughs> it would, there would, it would be, the world would be so different. Yeah. Because the world is designed by men and they don't experience periods. Mm. I know there's a lot of people that often on TikTok, it will come up on my For You page of women that have endo. And when you have endo, endometriosis is, we've actually, we, there's an episode, we'll put it in the show notes yeah. with Bridget Husswaite who yeah. wrote a book on how I think how to endo and has done so much amazing work in raising awareness around endo and the pain that it actually like how painful it is how difficult it is and how much it can impact your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. because when you think about it if you have pain when you're ovulating or with your period Mm. that can be like seven or eight days a month yes that's almost a a third of the month right that that people are living Mm -hmm. and women and people are living with this pain and it's not validated and Mm. I was watching this TikTok and this poor girl had gone into the pharmacy asked for her endo she's been admitted to hospital multiple times to deal with the pain because the pain is so So bad bad. Mm. and in the hospital it's validated by the doctors etc but what she she now has is a script to get 
very strong pain medication in the pharmacy and went in there and because the medication is very strong, it's something that you have to, they have to check it off. Like they have to check your ID and make Mm. sure you haven't gone to another pharmacy because it's something that I think can lead to Mm. possibly people try to get it for Mm. that are addicted to drugs. And she was saying that her experience in the pharmacy in front of everyone, like she was full, like they were like, if you need this, you need to go to the hospital. And she was like, I don't want to take up a bed yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. I get this every single month. This has been given to me, this script by my doctor. I have, I have endo. Yeah. I'm not addicted to drugs. Like, yeah. and But she had to justify that to the pharmacist mm. in front of everyone. Mm. And she said the poor, like she was in her car crying, of humiliated of by course. just feeling like, I. why do I have to feel like yeah this just to get my medication to deal with with my endo and to feel and she's still in pain on it Mm. but it's like makes it a little bit more bearable because it's like one third of the month is that pain and it's just it is just I was so like I was literally crying as I was watching it because I was like why why do women why don't we get validated for Mm. this one thing as I mentioned in Victoria, which is the state in Australia that we live in, there is an Australian first inquiry into women's pain. Mm. A survey of women in Victoria found two in five respondents suffer from chronic pain. They also found that one in three women reported feeling dismissed and mm-hmm. unheard by healthcare professionals. There you go. The inquiry will examine the systemic issues that women face when seeking care, which as in a system designed by men, obviously the system is broken. (laughs) So we need to fix it. And there will also within the inquiry, they'll hear from women with lived experience of pain, healthcare workers, Mm. and then the stakeholders that are a part of it. And they will then make recommendations and report back to the health minister by the end of this year, which is fantastic. It's great. So anyone that is feeling like any Anyone listening right now that has is in chronic pain, whatever it is from, and, and hasn't felt validated, like we just wanted to acknowledge it and yeah. say, like, obviously, we're so sorry that you Absolutely. feel that way. And hopefully, we can change the system. This is one step in the right direction. I feel like we have a marathon to run, though, to be <laughs> able to finish, but like it's like the first step of the marathon. Yeah. But we have to change the system. Yeah. I have been reading a book. Mm -hmm. Oh, I finished it, actually. I recommended it. Yes. I think it was last week as my special share on the podcast. Dolly Alderton's new book. Good. Came out last year. New to me. New New to me, okay. Her most recent book is Good Material. And as I touched on last week, it is all about two people's perspective Mm. on their breakup. Mm. And it got me thinking. I was thinking the other day about breakups and reflecting and the breakups that I've been through. And it just made me think of the worst breakup experience Mm. that I had. Mm. And I just thought I would talk about it. And then also we asked you guys to send in your worst breakup experiences with a fun, not, not, this is a very lighthearted. Yes. If anyone is going through a breakup right now and just doesn't want to hear this, no, no problem. Stop listening. But they are they're more of a funny angle, like yeah. not a long term thing. Yeah. It's just like, what is the shittest way? Yeah. Someone that broke you're up. You're laughing with... at now. Exactly. Yeah. We'll laugh together. Yeah. At the time, it was never funny, obviously. No. <laughs> but the shittest way that you have broken up with someone, or if they, or how they have broken up with you. Yeah. And so I was thinking of this person that I had. They actually recently got married. You know, when you like see an old boyfriend that got married and yeah. you're like, oh, I hope you change. Yeah, or have kids. If <laughs> you're not a dick anymore. <laughs> anyway, oh, I hope God. you had an evolution. Um, 
But this person, I remember I was, we was, we weren't even together. We were seeing each other. Mm. And I remember he was just so, his ego, oh, could just so big, too big, too big for me. I do, do not want to be seeing someone with a very, very large ego. There's no space for anyone else in the relationship, just them. Yeah. So they were already in a relationship. With themselves. Yeah, which mm. is, you should be, but too much. With the ego. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so I tried to break up with this person, called them, said this is not, he was he was rude. He was very disrespectful. Just not a vibe. Yep. Anyway, I called him, tried to break up with him. By the end of the call, he was like, you don't know what's good for you or something like that. Yeah, of course. I, and then I hung up the phone and I was like, what the fuck? We didn't break up. He told me that I don't know what I want and I want him. No, I don't. I don't want you and your ego. So then, so then I had to work out, okay, how am I going to do this? And I wrote a list of why I was going to break up with this person. It's good. With my friends being like, hey guys, help me, help me, help me. Everyone rallied together, wrote it out. And then I didn't send him the list, but it helped me then write the text yes. message to him. Sent him a text message. Hello. Just letting you know we are broken. We, this is yes, over. I do know what I want. <laughs> this you. is over. Over. O-V-E-R. No, I, didn't. I was a bit nicer, of course. Turned my phone off for two days so then he couldn't call me. Nice. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. And then was, that was the end. Smooth. Yeah. Well, I have no stories to add. Anyway, no, uh, there's more where that came <laughs> from. There's more where that came from. There's more where that came from. But you don't need to hear any more of my breakup stories. <laughs> Maybe another time. <laughs> but now we need to hear from them. your stories from our wonderful listeners and community. Okay, so Steph has got the bucket. Yep. Bucket. The bowl I'm going to be of... reading the ones that where you guys have broken up with your partner. Yep. And then Laws is going to be reading the ones where they broke up with you. Yes. Okay. All right. And thank you for the people yes. that broke up with other people. Thanks for sending them in. Oh, yeah. Dobbing I mean, it's yourself life. in. That's life. <laughs> no, not, I mean, not that it's bad to break up with someone, but these are bad ways to break up with okay. them. Yeah, true. My friend was dating this guy for a while and she had bought him a mattress topper for Valentine's Day. We were at uni, so the beds were uncomfortable, to make his bed more comfortable. One day she found out he had cheated on her and she didn't say anything to him at first. She went inside his apartment when she knew he would be at work undid his bed sheets, took the mattress topper off his bed, remade the sheets to look like nothing happened and took the mattress topper home so he could no longer sleep in a comfy bed. Then she broke up with him. Oh, good on her. That's not bad. That's a queen. Slay. That's that's good. You take that mattress topper. You take that mattress topper. (laughs) Okay. Okay. They broke up with me. I was once dating this guy for a few months who wanted to take me out for dinner one night. We stopped at the gym he worked at that I also trained at on the way because he said he forgot something. We had a nice dinner. He paid. After that, he ghosted me and I didn't see him at the gym. After a few days of silence, I asked the gym manager if they'd seen him around. Turns out when we stopped at the gym on the way to dinner, he'd stolen the work iPhone and cash from the safe, which paid for my dinner. They'd called the police after checking CCTV, but the police couldn't find him. Later, I'd heard that he'd apparently moved to a different city the same week this all went down. Is this a breakup story if they never actually broke up with you? I don't know, hon. Well, I don't know. All I what know, the, well, maybe she's avoided. A, that's a great thing that happened to her, as in like that. That's not she. He's not in her Why life. Why do gyms have cash? He's a criminal. <laughs> well, maybe this was a while what ago. The F? This that's was just, 
<laughs> this might have been a while ago. Okay, okay, okay. Another one. My 18-year-old self broke up with my boyfriend of three years on Valentine's Day in his car as we were driving home from our date. He pulled over and forced me out of the car on the side of a main road eight kilometres away from home. Lesson learnt. Break up with someone near public transport. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. Changed his profile picture and relationship status on Facebook and only told me after I asked. Was he an Australian man? Was he? I what just, the f? You know what's funny about what, that? Are you? Uh, I hope they were fifteen. Yeah, I do. Too. I would have done that because when I was, I was no, just I about I to wouldn't. say. I, I think wouldn't. what was funny is when, like, towards the end of school, if you saw someone's relationship status turn, like from like together to like single or whatever, yes. you'd be like, "Oh, what happened?" There? Well, that. W- but also, yeah. when you put your relationship on Facebook, that yeah, that, that was the was official. The official. They're that was, and people together. would comment on it. Like, Congratulations! I guys. know. I know. Like. You got married, Seriously. but it's like you just officially went into a relationship. But that's low. Just changing it without a conversation. Nah. nah. All right. When I broke up with my ex of five and a half years, we were in bed and he said, I love you. And I responded with, I don't anymore. <laughs> Obviously, more conversation ensued, but there wasn't much coming back from that. I mean, you know what? It's that's. From the receiving end, that would be hard. It's hard to bring it up. But it's it also really hard to bring it up and you yeah. can't then say I love you back if you don't. So that's fine. That's fine. Was broken up with a boyfriend of two years. Okay, two years is a significant amount of time over a Snapchat. No. No. What? A Snapchat. What? No. What? I don't like that. At all. That sucks. I'm so sorry. I hope, again, you were 15. Mm. If anyone's doing this beyond 18, 21, beyond 21, that is very bad. Very, very bad. Oh, this is kind of funny. I broke up with someone because his mum found all of my nudes on his laptop. I mean, I reckon I would break up with someone just from the embarrassment of ever seeing their mum again. But maybe it was more because (laughs) obviously she didn't. If if she broke up with him. So just because his mum found a nudes. mum found a folder of nudes of you on his laptop, would you leave him? No, because I just said, I do love him. He's yeah. my soulmate. I'm saying she probably didn't okay. love him if she used that as an excuse. But that would also <laughs> be mortifying and can understand why you would never want to see his family again. <laughs> okay. My ex took me away from my mum's anniversary to help me relax and remember her. After a romantic dinner and night, the next morning he woke up, showered and told me he's going back to his ex and left me in the hotel. What the? This, are you? I don't, with I will always love you playing and gave me $200 to fix my lashes that were ruined from crying. I later found out that she wasn't an ex. He was with her all along. What the? Sorry, that is gaslighting, breaking up with someone and leaving I will always love you playing on. What the? What? What is wrong with something? Sorry, this person's ego is so big to be like, and here's $200 to fix your lashes over crying over me because I will give, like, sorry for the tears. 
Sorry, tears uh, aren't fixed just by fixing lashes. Like, how will he repair her heart? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> okay, I broke up with my long distance boyfriend the day he came to visit me. Wait, tell it again. <laughs> so she was doing long distance. Yeah. And the day he came to visit her, she broke up with him. Oh. Wanted to rip the bandaid off. However, wait, did he? He then stayed for a week. So did he fly 30 hours? I mean, in her mind, she's probably thinking, if I know, but she, why didn't she tell him before he left? Yeah. I, I think <laughs> obviously over text, Zoom, how, like FaceTime. Anyway, is not better. Good, but if someone takes a 30-hour flight, I hope long distance was between like Sydney Queensland and Melbourne. And yeah. <laughs> the second night, he was so sad he drank his sorrows and wet my bed. You know what? I think he deserves that. That's fine. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My boyfriend knocked on my window and I was in bed with someone else. I mean, that's one way to break up. Obviously, cheating is not oh, good. But I think, Laws, people who are into cheating are into the rush of potentially getting caught. That's okay. like, I think so. Yeah. Sometimes I've done role play with Josh where we've like pretended that we are not together and we're like sneaky. Oh. Yeah. It's like exciting. In what outfit? Well, it's even like when we first started dating. It was, you know, people didn't think we should have done it and we had to be sneaky at the start and that was exciting. <laughs> So I, I, I mean, I would never cheat, but I, as in like, I kind of, that's what it is. I yes. Think. I think okay. it's like, you don't really well, think about that getting caught. that didn't work out for like them. A, yeah, it did not. Well, I mean, unless she wanted it to, maybe she set it up. True. So that he saw it and I then think it was over. best to have a conversation. a conversation. Always, always. These are the breakup stories we are learning from. And we, and you know what? We need to get, speaking of breaking up. Better we need. Yeah, 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 we do. We Need to do an episode. We need to get a relationship expert on the podcast and we're going to do an episode on how, because breaking up with someone is really hard. It's it's hard for everyone having the conversation because you're literally, and with a breakup, when you break up with someone, it's not like you're mostly often best friends with them or very good friends with them. And then when you break up, it's not like you then like, oh, you stop having sex, but you're still friends. You like, it's like they, they might as well die because you never, you never talk to them again. And it's just this, it's like you either, you're not happy, but you love this person. Maybe you're not in love with them, but you still care and love them and love the friendship, but you don't want to be with them anymore because you're not aligned with like where your life's going or whatever. Yeah. And then you can never see that person again. It's yeah. such a big decision and so difficult. And so I feel like, and even bringing it up like mm. that, oh my God, it's mm. just so, so let's, let's get a relationship expert on and speak yeah. through, because I think it is like a lot of people say, I would say say in relationships because the they're fear, scared like of, they're yeah, scared 100%. of having that conversation. So I feel 100%. like obviously if you're in a great relationship, you don't need to have a conversation about breaking up, but I just feel like that would actually be. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's and do then it. hopefully this, these stories. Next time it will be more. Maybe we can not, not share ghosting. stories of the perfect breakups. I don't think there is one. I don't think there's any perfect breakup, but I just think it's it's actually a really really tough Hard thing to navigate. Hundred percent. Thank you for sending in your stories, everyone. What is it time for? What is it time for? Special share. Steffi, mm. it is time to share something special. No, what is your special wow. share for us? That was very bizarre. That was too much. I came in too hard, too hot and heavy for the end of the episode. But anyway, what is your special share? So as you know, Laws, I haven't been watching a lot of TV lately, but I started watching something. It just randomly 
for some reason appealed to me when we were getting on the plane a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, you told me about these, yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? I'll just try something new that I've, I've literally heard nothing about this show. No one's recommended it to me. Like, Wait, weird, right? Where did, what, what is streaming services this on? Apple TV. Okay, so you went in the Apple TV app. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. I was like, I know nothing about it. Haven't heard anything about it. No one's recommended it to me. Why not give it a go? I'm about to be what? on a plane. Uh, and you, are you about to recommend it? Yes. I love that yeah. because usually most of like my, I'll speak for myself, <laughs> recommendations like from TV come out of like the top 10 on Netflix. Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, I already knew that. I knew about that, Laura. But you were bringing us something you know? that people may not know about. And I actually don't know. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know when it came out. But I think it's new because it was like on Apple TV, yeah. so like it, it was in like the, it wasn't hard to find. I didn't yeah. like go searching. They were I didn't know what I was searching it. For. Yeah, um, and it's only had one season, so I'm guessing it's the first. And like they're going to see how it goes. But it is. I, I think it's called the Buccaneers. I was in how to say. It. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but it's B U C C A N E E R S. It kind of looks a little bit like Bridgerton, which Bridgerton, I'm going to give another crack after liking this TV show um, because it's basically the Buccaneers. It's set in like the 1800s. It's about these American, this group of American women or girls who get um, basically they fly over to England and they're trying to get like married off to like rich English families and partner. It's the 1800s. Yes. So it's very much like that's what women do. They marry a rich man and that's their life. Like it's it's kind of like in your face about like how fucking times have changed. But it's about these like American girls who go over and they're very different to the English ladies and, um, you know, the men aren't really sure what to do with them and all this stuff. Anyway, it's really the first episode, I will admit, like there was some a bit like corny, cheesy acting and I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be any good. But by the end of the first episode, I was like, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna go to episode two. So it was like good enough to watch episode yeah. two. And then once I watched episode two, I was hooked and I was like, okay, now I'm interested. So I really liked it. And the episodes are about 45 minutes. Amazing. Yeah. If someone does watch The Buccaneers and then they like it and they have watched Bridgerton and they think I should watch Bridgerton after watching, mm-hmm. please let me know. Because I will commit. Yeah, because this special share is a two-way street. We yeah. can't just be recommending special shares no. to you guys. You gotta come. You gotta I help us give us the help we yeah. find more special shares. Okay. Okay, mine's a quote. Mm-hmm. It's a quote that Steph Elswood shared. So Steph Elswood is one of the incredible UK mm. people that we had on mm. the podcast. Very inspirational. Yeah. Highly recommend listening to that episode, episode if you haven't listened to it. So she shared this quote on her Instagram and it just I just loved it. Okay, it says, you aren't lost. You're just in an uncomfortable stage of your life where your old self is gone, but your new self isn't fully born yet. And if anyone needed to hear that, Mm. yeah, it's true. You're not lost, but I know it can feel that way. When you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and you are evolving as a person, it can feel, Mm. it's uncomfortable and you can feel lost. Mm. And then sometimes when you feel lost, it can make you feel like, oh, I shouldn't do this. Like Mm. I should go back to who I was Mm. or this is too uncomfortable. I'm Mm. just going to give in on this and go back to how it was before. Mm. And you have to keep going. Mm. And I just love that quote. So Mm. it's lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that is Thank it you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you everyone. So have a wonderful rest of your day, night, week, month. Yeah. We'll be back, though, on Wednesday in your ears. We have got an episode with Sam and Izzy from Just For Girls. It's the first interview they have actually ever, ever done. done outside As of their own yes. very popular podcast. So 
listening to that one. Also, if you want to shop our new Saks and Kick collection, you can on the 9th of Feb, but make sure you sign up to the VIP list so you get early access. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. The challenge is launching on the 19th Mm -hmm. of Feb, so you still have a little bit of time, but get ready for it. Very Mm -hmm. exciting. Mm And if you're not a subscriber to Kick, we've got a seven-day free trial. We do. Just so try it out. Try before try. you buy. Very important. Very important. Have a wonderful – you can follow us on socials. And if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can send us a message at KickPod, K-I-C-P-O-D, on Instagram, voice note. Type it out, whatever you prefer. We love you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We love you. And be in your ears on Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>